Welcome to episode 132 of Podcateers. In our final episode of 2016, we finally get a chance to watch Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and we give our thoughts. There was quite a bit of a disagreement on a couple of things, so if you've already seen the film, we'd love for you to chime in and give us your thoughts. Uh, we also talk about the new Iron Man experience right at Hong Kong Disneyland. Another familiar face is confirmed for the upcoming film Mary Poppins Returns, and Javier gives Mario a thoughtful gift. Additional images, videos, and comments will be available in the blog post for this episode over at podcasters.com/132. So make sure to head on over and check that out. A few quick things before we head into the episode. The first is a reminder that Podcasters is partially supported by listeners like you via Patreon. We call those listeners the fairy godparents of the podcast, and you can become one too by contributing at least one dollar on a monthly basis, or even with a one-time contribution. Just head on over to patreon.com slash or go to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo for more info. A huge thanks goes out to all of our current fairy godparents for their support. Additional support for Podcateers is provided by Amazon. The next time you plan on making a purchase on Amazon, please head over to podcateers.com slash Amazon first and use the big Amazon button before making your purchase. This won't cost you anything extra except maybe a few seconds of your time, but it will give us a small commission as a thank you from Amazon for going through our link. So to everyone that's already using that link, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. On the web, you can search for Podcateers, and you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and on YouTube. Please follow us, subscribe, and like us on all of those networks. Finally, uh, as 2016 closes, we've reflected on a lot of things that have happened, and although there's been a lot of bad, there's also been a lot of good. And we just want to take a moment to thank you all for being there with us. We get a lot of comments about how we help you get through your week, but we want you to know that we feel exactly the same. Your comments, your love, and support mean the absolute world to us, and it keeps us going on a weekly basis. So go out into the world and spread love and positivity. We hope you all have a fantastic new year. Cheers to 2017. Thank you all for listening. This is episode 132 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. I wonder if anybody can actually hear the rain in the background. It's raining? <laughs> no, there's only a 20% chance of rain today. <laughs> so the fact that it's been raining for the last 16 hours straight, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Dude, 20% means, yeah. Oh, right. well, yeah, you're right. I, actually, hold on to all California listeners. Rain is this thing where water falls from the sky. We haven't seen it in like five years. And apparently also when everybody forgets how to drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they remember. They just drive really, really slow. slow now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah. Uh, well. So, yeah, we uh, just got back from watching Rogue One. Yeah, we did. If you guys are following us on Instagram, some of you joined us for our very first live stream. Not so. enough, though. Well, it was our first time. Plus, we did it at a really weird time where people were already doing other stuff that's more important mm. than watching our ugly faces. I, I do agree. So, I mean, the fact that we had, you know, almost two dozen people watching us, that's pretty awesome. Wait a minute. We did a video? 
Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's what happens when you don't get there on time. Yeah, when you were getting gas. I, I missed the video. Yeah, when you were getting gas, and we were waiting for you, we decided, yeah, why not? So we went live. There was one person that actually asked about you, by the way. Yes. Well, let's clarify. They asked about Random Mario. Oh, that's true. Not even him. Yeah. No, actually, somebody did say they wanted to see Mario in the park. Oh, spare me. No, no, they did. <laughs> they asked about Mario in the park, and then they also asked uh, when you were going to go or renew your pass or something oh, like that. Right. It was along the lines of when you were going to go next. And so we very kindly explained that you decided to opt out of a Disney annual pass this year because you decided to go Universal. Right. And Is that the real <clears throat> reason, though, or you just hate Disney now? Oh, no, the real reason is because I can get Dole Whip with alcohol outside the park now, so I don't need to go inside. <laughs> that is not the sole reason. You sure? Yeah. Uh, you don't know. <laughs> but uh, thank you, person that asked about me. I greatly appreciate that. Did we film before or after that picture we took? Uh, right before that picture. Oh. Yeah. So when you actually texted us asking us where we were, that's when we ended the live stream. Is that why you asked me to buy your tickets? No. no. We're just poor. <laughs> <laughs> what Christmas. he said. Merry Christmas, by the way. That was your gift. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? You know, I liked it. Mario. I liked my Christmas gift. You make magic happen. Thank you very much. Aww. I feel something insulting is coming. <laughs> I'm kind of waiting for it, too. There's no way that was sincere. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for it, too. You didn't show up, and the live stream was pretty amazing. Oh, there you go, yes. <laughs> so by making magic. There's the back of the hand. You meant I disappeared. <laughs> There's the back of the um. hand. <laughs> I got a fresh one for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we we did do our first live stream. Uh, it's not going to be our last, hopefully. We do intend on doing more of them. And like I said, to everybody that was able to join us for the very first one, thank you guys for jumping in. We didn't know what to expect. We I, I remember Javier and I talking about it in the car right before we started, thinking to ourselves, you know what? We're going to get like three people watching this thing <laughs> the entire time that we're on. And the funny thing was that when we first started, we really did only have like three people. And it just felt like the first few episodes of the podcast. And by first few, I mean the first 50, where we had like three people listening. Us. Then we went up to like seven and then 11. Yeah. And then now we're over a thousand. You know what really happened? Mm -hmm. Without warning, he just pressed record and said, oh, we're live, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he was going to start over analyzing it and start. Oh, like, yeah, oh, me. You know, me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Turn on podcast right. voice. <laughs> I mean, you know, I didn't want him to go into that mode. Right. So I just hit record. Right. Or I, I hit the live button. Natural element. Right. I love it. Natural. Yeah. Yeah, you got to capture habitat in its <laughs> environment. It was, it was more me because, it you was... know, like, like I said before, look, we don't have unlimited data. And part of the reason we went live is because, you know, it, I knew it wasn't going to be that long and I wanted to test it out and I wanted to see what it was going to be like. Plus, I would like an opportunity to engage with our listeners. You know, we don't get a chance to do it as often as we That's would want true. to, You're right. especially considering that we record so late, mm -hmm. you know, right. uh, when we get together 
that I do want to find other ways to engage with with our audience and uh, I would love to start doing these live streams a little more often so maybe if we can do like short live streams on days that we record maybe we'll shoot out a message like an hour before or something telling people hey in the next hour, we're going to do like a 15, 20 minute live stream or whatever. And That's just a, sit and chat with people. Yeah, sounds good. I think it would be cool. If, uh, even if you texted your fellow podcaster, hey, we're going to restart recording. A heads up would have been fantastic. No, but it made it so much it funnier. It would have been awesome. But it, it was so funny watching you squirm. You're like, <laughs> are, are we sick? Like, no joke, dude. He saw the countdown. He's like, oh my God, this is for real, right? Oh, but why is there a countdown? <laughs> yeah, we're, no, we're no, going. No. That's no, true. He started to sweat, dude. It was it's the true. funniest thing ever. I, I forgot about the countdown. It went three, two. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Like, we're I was going like, live. oh, we're going live. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> it was uh, the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's priceless. And then he goes, before Mari gets here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Because yeah. I'm the one that really gets into like podcast character at that point. I just get all stiff. Hey, guys, what are we doing? <laughs> So yeah, so anyway, we were waiting for Mario. We decided to live stream. Uh, we're going to talk about Rogue One in a little bit and give you guys our thoughts. We're going to try to stay spoiler-free. And uh, when we talk about it, we'll let you guys know in case you guys haven't seen it and don't want to hear anything about it yet. But I do want to talk about a couple of other things that happened this last week. And primarily, can, can I just tell you that you guys know I'm an Iron Man fan. Really? What? Right? I mean, I know it's a surprise. I know Dude, it's a surprise. That's a shocker to me. As part of watching Rogue One, there was a trailer for Iron Man 4 featuring Spider-Man. I kind <laughs> of loved it even more watching it on the big screen than watching it on my phone on YouTube. He meant Spider-Man Homecoming, everyone. I'm pretty sure it's called Iron Man 4 featuring you, Spider-Man. I would look at that trailer one more time. Are you sure? Slow motion. I Because at the because I see Iron Man like, flying, and then like Spider-Man's like, just kind of like... Right before that happens, hit the pause. Are you sure? Read the name out loud. I'm telling several you. Several times. Iron Man just flies through, and then he's like, under ruse. And then he flies like right next to him. Really sure it says Spider-Man. Uh, I you know, checked. Uh, okay, look. Mm-hmm. Let's just agree to disagree. Uh-huh. <laughs> the point is that earlier this week, Attractions Magazine posted a video on their YouTube channel of the queue and the entire Iron Man experience mm-hmm. ride. And so I've been lobbying that Disney bring this ride over to Tomorrowland because, look, it's very possible that there's going to be a vacancy where Star Tours is. Because once Star Wars Land opens, they're going to need to move that. It's not going to be in place in Tomorrowland anymore. I should. So I started lobbying, you know, obviously, to put something like Iron Man in that same space. Mm -hmm. It's already a simulator. It already has a space. You change a couple graphics. You kind of retheme the ride. Boom. Instant Iron Man experience. Mm. So I saw the video. I don't like it. It was a big disappointment. Wait, hold on a second. What? Oh, you liked it? No. Oh. But I'm expecting that from me and you. Uh I'm not expecting that from Hazen. I know. I thought he was going to go goo goo gaga over this. Kind of don't like it. So it it was kind of funny when we were watching it because the first thing that I noticed is Mario made this comment that said, look, it's it's all the same. It's all Star Tours. It's all Star Tours. And once I removed myself from the idea of I'm about to see this ride. And look, I know I'm not going to go to Hong Kong anytime soon. So I know I've gotten a lot of comments saying, why are you ruining it? You should just wait until you go ride it. 
let me tell you with a lot of certainty, I'm not going to Hong Kong anytime soon. Yeah. So I'm okay with watching this on YouTube. <laughs> right. The first thing that I see is the shuttle thing that you were riding in. Uh, that was probably the only cool thing. You're in a bay exactly like the Star Tours one before you take mm-hmm. off and launch into hyperspeed mm-hmm. to the point where it looks like what, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened in the Star Tours. But it almost feels like one of the guys from the Star Tours video is waving his hands, like saying, don't (laughs) go, don't go, don't go. It's an homage. Yeah. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just kind of their way of tipping their hat over to Star Tours. Yeah. But the entire ride, uh, I will say this. When it launches... Uh, there is one thing that I did enjoy, and that's when it launches, you're launching straight out of Hong Kong Disneyland. Right. So you see the castle, you mm-hmm. see the attractions, and the fact that they added that little bit uh, of the park, uh, I think makes it a little bit more enjoyable. Maybe it's the fact that I wasn't watching it in 3D. Ah, I didn't like it. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't, I don't blame you. And, and I agree with pretty much everything you're saying there. I mean, the beginning of the ride, I'm expecting, like, vader to come out and show me who the rebel spy is in the cart like it's just kind of <laughs> weird but just the fact that like before you actually get on the ride you're you're entering stark expo so clearly like you're in hong kong disney and the fact that they kind of just keep that in the ride that you leave the expo and you leave hong kong disney first i love that okay i'll give you that that was cool absolutely it's like a quick little tour of where we were exactly because even that like star tours like, you don't leave Disneyland. You're just already in a different, like, galaxy far, far away. Well, I mean, I think it's a different experience because in st- with Star Tours, you're already expecting to be out in space. Mm-hmm. And this one, there's a clear storyline to find that you are at Stark Expo. And as you are entering the ride, you you are basically put into this scenario that you are at Stark Expo inside of Tomorrowland. So it makes a lot more sense that the video includes that. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. with Star Tours, you already know that you're in space. Like the illusion is art. That's already been set for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, but, don't don't forget that it also kind of looked like who said it? Looked like Soren. Yeah. So so far we have the beginning of Star Tours and a little bit of Soren World. Right. <laughs> But all in Hong Kong. Yeah, but all in Hong Kong. (laughs) Without flashy transitions. So again, but I mean, like what you were saying, all in all, the other thing I really liked about the ride, it it seems longer than most of the other rides that are out there. I mean, it's not like an exaggerated lengthy amount. You know what I'm saying? What would you say? Like four, maybe five minutes? I think it's four and a half minutes. Sounds about right. You know, it's like most rides seem to end like at two minutes, two to three minutes, things like that. Those were the longest four minutes I had ever felt. Hey, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. The visuals are stunning. Okay. I don't know. We had already seen I the can't. teaser. Can I just... I don't know. Even let me jump in visuals. on that. Let me jump in on that because I you said that while we were watching the video too. And I don't want to say that they are stunning because I didn't see them in 3D. Like what we were watching was the 2D version of 3D. And so there was no way to really see how clear and crisp they were. If they look anything like the stuff that's out right now, I can imagine, yes, they were beautiful visuals. But, I mean, we were watching the flat 3D version. Oh, of course. And that's not the part I'm really kind of like talking about. I just mean kind of like in general how they keep you in that world. 
like for example, you actually get like the dual screen pop up in front of you where you're kind of looking at two different things happening at once. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know things like that. The views of the city, all of the creatures that you're battling, Iron Man kind of supporting you or like like hoisting you and just like um flying you across the city. Things like that. Everything you get there spectacular. I loved it. But it's the exact same thing I told you guys once it was done. What else is new? Like Nothing. I'm not getting anything new here that I'm not experiencing on other rides. Uh, Jarvis speaking. That was terrible. Oh, come on. No, uh, it wasn't necessary. And that Tony Stark impression? Spot on. <laughs> hey, that guy was pretty good, okay? it's <laughs> pretty good. I was like, who's in the suit? Because uh, it's not Tony Stark. Unless it was actually Robert Downey Jr. doing it. Then my Terrible apologies. impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., that was a terrible you Tony Stark. You do the worst impression of Tony Stark ever if that was you. That's funny. <laughs> Parts of it felt like the Transformers ride, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that's what they're going for. They're going for that same type of action. Uh, I was really super excited about this ride when I first heard about it, and I'm not going to lie. I still want something like it at Disneyland, mm -hmm. and even if it's the exact same ride, I would still get on it. Because, quite frankly, it's Iron Man. I mean, he is the superior Avenger. And <laughs> because of Until that, he faces the Hulk, but okay. Please, whatever. Hulkbuster, you know. Nah, uh, he, that was destroyed as well. Well, you know what? Where's the Hulk now? I don't know. He's uh, exactly. Sleeping. Gone. Sleeping. Gone. He's doing other things. Gone. Where's Iron Man? Fighting with Underoos. See? There you go. Yeah, and that's why the Hulk can do it all by himself, but Iron Man needs a little sidekick. I got you. No, he's just trying to get him out of the car. It's not a hug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you both need to stop this childish behavior, especially because Captain America got the final blow in Civil War. <laughs> what? But who's he got, getting the he new got the movie? final strike? Spider Man, get over it. <laughs> then Iron Man. You know what? I'm going to agree with Hazen that Iron Man is just way too much in his movie that it could be considered. Part four of Iron Man. <laughs> we'll see, actually. Yes. <laughs> we need to watch Spider-Man and find out what much. percentage was Tony Stark. Yes. <laughs> but to get back on, on this topic, uh, Javier actually made a really good point, okay? Me? No, what? Yeah. Me. No, it's, shut up. strange, right? No. I, I must have been sharpening a pencil. It must be one of the other Javiers. <laughs> and to think, 2016 almost ended without him having a good idea. Oh, but in any what? <laughs> but in any event. To replace you? <laughs> I already told you I can't do that. I'm contractually obligated oh, to keep him on. I mean, blood. because we like blood. him. Oh, because yeah. we love you. And what's with all the applications? <laughs> We're just It's just a, a read. It's light reading. Really? Then what, what are those notes? Like this one. <laughs> In any event. <laughs> Don't tell him who random Ruben uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> random Ruben. <laughs> Oh, anyways, what was I saying? That um, that Iron Man is superior. Go on. Again, we're we're all in agreement. We're not really seeing anything fresh. We're not seeing anything innovative. And this wouldn't be innovative either. But I think this would be a little more attracting if it was an interactive ride. Um, Ooh, that would be. It cool. is a battle scene. That's my idea. Yeah, I'm a genius. You Absolutely. are a genius. Thank Wait, you. Wait, you said that? I did. When did you say that? Uh, when you were like cheering that. Uh, Iron Man's in this yeah, dumb thing. Yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would make it that much more interesting. I like see I the said, Hulk having his own ride. <laughs> totally not a new idea either. You know, I mean, we have it with Buzz Lightyear. We have it with Toy Story Mania. 
but it would be a little more entertaining to like yeah, actually participate in this fight. This is just off the top of my head. Clearly, it's not going to make sense. Okay, something that looks like the equivalent of a setup of say like Soren, right? Where you just kind of like line people up and then like hang glide them, right? VR glasses are being used for much dumber rides at Six Flags. Just make them look like they're Iron Man helmets. Okay. Give them a glove. Six six Flags alone, man. Okay. That I can get on board with. (laughs) That I can actually get on board with. Right? Like, you look down and you look like you're wearing the suit because you're in the VR mode. You know what? If it's like augmented reality or VR, I could totally get on board. Like, yes, you pick up your hands and you see, like, the gloves. Yeah. Like, thrust them forward. It shoots out. Okay. I can get on board with this. And then you're just kind of like controlling everything as you go and you're shooting things. I love this idea much better. Shut down the ride that just opened. It's soft opening, no. right? No. <laughs> Leave that one open and make this version uh, at Disneyland. There you go. I like right. that. Let's do it. Imagineering, you're welcome. Absolutely. <laughs> they're gonna, Dude. They're going to write us a check. I love that idea. <laughs> if you were in a ride just kind of like Soren, you were dressed as Iron Man or ish because you're in VR mm-hmm. goggles or whatever – Totally for it. I think it would be a much better experience flying around like they do in Soren. And if it's augmented reality, it's even better because you don't need the entire headset. Exactly. You can actually see the screen in front of you just like you do with Soren, but it's adding the additional elements. Oh, dude, I'm so on board see, with this. Let's make this one so happen here. So on board. All in favor, say aye. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Good job, guys. Unanimous. Yep. I didn't say aye, but. Let's get them. well i do hope that they bring something like this over to disneyland i just hope they bring a better version like the one that we talked about because quite frankly we need more iron man at disneyland and we can't get enough of them well (laughs) that's how i feel that's how i feel uh in other movie news yes please Uh, did you guys hear that Dick Van Dyke has officially signed on to be in Mary Poppins Returns? I did hear that. Was he doing voiceover or because? No, he's actually reprising his role as Bert. No. Yeah. Yep. Just like Julie Andrews has signed on to be Mary Poppins Are again. Is chimney still dirty or what? He still cleans chimneys, yep. <laughs> now he's teaching a new generation of chimney sweeps. <laughs> Do we actually have a story for this already or? The story itself, I think, is going to be based on the other books that P.L. Travers wrote, but uh, they're calling it Mary Poppins Returns, and I don't think she actually called any of them Mary Poppins Returns. I think the other one was like, Mary, Mary Poppins, Poppins Revenge. <laughs> 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 the Reckoning. <laughs> Mary Poppins The Reckoning. <laughs> no, it's Mary Poppins, and then Mary Poppins comes back, Mary Poppins opens the door, uh, and then there's another one. I forgot what the other one is mm. called. Uh, like Feeding the Birds in the Park or something. Um... <laughs> Uh, but then there was other ones. I think there was like seven or eight total books that wow. she ended up writing uh, based on Mary Poppins. But none of them were actually called Mary Poppins Returns. That's oh. just like a Disney title. Hmm. Yeah, it would be cool, though, if they did keep the tradition of not having read in the movie. And they honored the original request of P.L. Travers. And so when they made this one. I'm so down. Yeah, if they were actually able to film the entire movie with oranges and pinks just like they did the first one. That would be awesome. Yeah. I think it would be a nice uh, homage to the original one and the wishes of P.O. Travers. But I guess we're just going to have to wait and see, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? you think they're actually going to go through with that or you think they're going to add some red this time around? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're totally adding red, of course. Yeah, I so mean. much more red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to overdo it. All red. Yeah. <laughs> 
But you know, there were some comments about what we talked about last week about there not not being any red in Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. One of our fairy godparents, Melissa, actually posted a picture and she's like, what? Whoa. And she posted a picture of Mary Poppins (laughs) wearing like orange. Yeah. It was so funny. She called her bluff or what? She just didn't believe us? You know what? It's just one of those things that when you're watching it, your brain tricks you into thinking Mm -hmm. that it's red because of the other tones that are in that scene. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like, who would wear orange? Of course it's red. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more of an optical illusion because of the other colors that you're seeing it contrast against. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like Mario mentioned that maybe when they remastered it or maybe they kind of cleaned it up, they brightened it up a little bit to kind of get it more to red. But it was originally filmed with the orange or the pinks or whatever the variations mm-hmm. of the color were. I, I can't remember which one of you. I don't think it was you. I think you said you loved Mary Poppins. It was yeah. you that said it wasn't like your favorite movie, right? Uh, I said that I didn't grow up watching it. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't like put it up there with other movies because I didn't really connect with it. I've connected with it more as an adult now, but only because I know the context of Feed the Birds. Mm-hmm. So I heard it. I, I made the connection because I knew it was Walt's favorite song, mm-hmm. and I started paying more attention to it. What's the name of this one? Mary Poppins Returns. Returns. Okay, so there was another one. Poppins? No, what Poppins was, was fan-created, man. <laughs> that that Tim Burton version? I don't know. Mario made it seem like it was coming out next no, summer. No, <laughs> dude. That was a fan-created poster that somebody made as a gag. Well, they fooled me. It looked amazing. It fooled a lot of people. It I, looked I awesome. I see this. And, and it, it looks like a real trailer. I believed it. The the poster, it wasn't a trailer. It was just a poster. Oh. And the poster was made to look like a Tim Burton movie. It was like a real dark, and it just had Mm. like uh, an umbrella that was all wrecked, and it just said Poppins in like a very Tim Burton-y font. That's a terrible tease because I really want to watch this now. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a real movie, dude. There was no actual trailer for it. It was like a fan-made poster. That can't be. I saw a trailer for it. Did they really? Look it up on YouTube. I'm looking it up now, actually. Mario, I I believe you, so we're good, man. You and I are good. Thank you. You want to watch this movie too, right? What? In the words of DJ Tanner, oh, my Lanta, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) There is a 30-second Poppins trailer. Mm. I'm actually watching it right now. Uh, for anybody listening, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw this up in the blog post for the episode. So go over to podcasters.com slash 132 if you guys want to check. This is horrible, Mario. What do you mean it's horrible? It looks amazing. <laughs> this is, I, I thought it looked good. This right? is ridiculous. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. The it totally only... looks like a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> it looks horrible. Oh, <laughs> dang. Where does that hate mail go? Okay. Hazen at podcasters.com. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Can I tell you something? No, you're look, out. Look, <laughs> you're done. Uh, Turn off the mic. I, I would like to clarify that I don't hate Tim Burton. Okay. There's a lot of things that he directed that I really, truly enjoy, but there is. His last few five His films? last few, yeah. His last handful of movies have not been the strongest. And uh, had this actually been made. Um, I don't think I would have enjoyed it. (laughs) It would not have been good. (laughs) I'm glad that this is not real because if it was, it would be kind of horrible. But, uh, yeah, I don't hate Tim Burton. I just want to make that clear. I do like Tim Burton. I do like things like Corpse Bride. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Uh, so please don't send hate mail. If you want to send hate mail, send it to Javier. <laughs> <laughs> but let's Burden. let's agree on the fact that his last handful of movies have not been his strongest. I Can won't. we agree on that? I would love to see Helena Bonham Carter as Mary Poppins and Johnny Depp as Bert. <laughs> <laughs> What? Come on, like they're not in all his movies. That's true. <laughs> they do star in everything yeah. for him. Uh, all fake. I'm so. disappointed. I really want to watch this now. Are you really trusting Hazen? Uh, that's a good point. Trust the mm-hmm. internet. Mr. Fact Check. Yeah. Trust the internet. <laughs> the internet doesn't lie. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, it's not going to happen, but... Mary Poppins Returns is happening, and both Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke are reprising their roles as Mary Poppins and Bert. Uh, I'm actually excited about it. Like I said, I didn't really grow up liking Mary Poppins all that much, but now that I've grown to appreciate the movie and the message and just kind of everything that went into it, uh, I'm actually really looking forward to this movie. Same here, actually. <laughs> Spit spot. <laughs> <laughs> or how do you say the, the really long word, Javier? Uh, you put me on the spot here. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Whoa, we said Whoa. right this time. I and he sang it. Whoa. I kind of watched it not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Uh, as soon as the trailer becomes available, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll post it on the website. Yeah. Let you guys know so you guys can watch it, obviously. So uh, let us know what you guys think. If you guys are looking forward to it, leave us a comment in the blog post for the episode, Facebook, Instagram, send us a message on Twitter. We'd like to hear your thoughts on if you guys are looking forward to it. And do you think there's going to be red in the in Mary Poppins Returns? <laughs> do you think they're going to honor that request? Let us know. I mean, all that aside, like I'm just – everything that like has happened with the advancements in animation now, I really want to see how they're going to mix like live action with animation in this one. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be crazy. I mean, look, who knows? They may end up making an entire movie that has no CG in it, and it could just be straight up live action. Oh, no, no, no. None of that. I guess once the first trailer drops, then we'll know a little bit more about it. The movie is actually not scheduled to be released until, I think, late 2018. Mm -hmm. That's right. So we're still a couple years away from it. Sounds like a lot of time to put in some CG animation. Uh. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Some no red more. CG. Cartoons <laughs> would be cool, like they did with the penguins, but enough with the CG. No, I agree. Like, it would need to be 2D animation. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now nah, we'll see. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this with the announcement of, especially now, Dick Van Dyke coming back to do the movie. I wonder if that has any correlation to why Disneyland decided to announce that they're bringing back Remember Dreams Come True as a fireworks show to Disneyland uh, in February of 2017. Why would there be a connection? Because Julie Andrews is the narrator for Remember Dreams Come True. Oh, that's right. But do you think they would keep it running that long? Man, I don't know. It just seems weird that they would bring back. I I get how popular it was, and I know how many people loved it. Mm -hmm. But it was also the fireworks show for the 50th anniversary. Yeah, that's right. I don't have anything against it. Okay, I liked it. I liked the music. One of my favorite shows. shows. A lot of like people in our generation grew up with that particular Mm -hmm. show because it ran for a really long time. It ran from like May of 2005 until like 2014. It did? Yeah, it was a really long time that it was around. Wow. So the fact that they ended up bringing the new fireworks show for the 60th anniversary, and it was only around for a couple of years, it's kind of disappointing. 
Well, I mean, even this one's like limited engagements, right? Like every weekend or something like that, from what I read. That's it? Yeah, I think so. Like starting February, I think it's only going to be on the weekends. It hmm. could be. If conditions <laughs> permit. <laughs> if conditions <laughs> permit. Oh, uh, Due to high winds. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> this and evening's showing. And we're in winter, so like it, we're never going to see it then. Yeah, exactly. Well, remember, it's kicking off in February. Yeah. Okay. End yeah. of winter. Trailing off. <laughs> so we get Main Street Electrical Parade January 20th. And then a couple of weeks later, we end up getting Remember Dreams Come True. On, on so, that subject. I'm starting to believe you. It's going to be called the Disneyland Electrical Parade. I'm telling you, I why would they it change is. it to Main Street Electrical I'm Parade? I'm very disappointed. Uh, why? What makes you think this? Just uh, the more I'm reading articles that are teasing that it's coming back, they keep referring to it as the Disneyland Electrical Parade. That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense to me either. But seriously, if you just need to save that much money on those tiny little lights to not switch <laughs> the name from Disney to Main Street, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> Unless it doesn't go down Main Street. It's, it, it's coming back to Disneyland. It's going down Main Street. It's the only way that it can go. It's going to go on the train track. You nailed it. Thank you. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, the Main Street electrical parade-ish floats were in the Newport Beach float parade uh, on boats. Uh, earlier this month really yeah and the float that actually had the main like drum from that one actually said main street oh, electrical oh, there parade. you go so if that's any indication if it was the actual floats that they're going to bring back to disneyland that, that that were just being shown uh in newport on boats then you are correct it will be the main street electrical parade however if there's anything else that's indicating disney's uh electrical parade then I think it's going to be that, but considering that now Disney has decided that they're going to bring back every single nostalgic thing that mm-hmm. everybody enjoyed mm-hmm. 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be the Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, we'll see, now cause... that I'm seeing the trend of everything that they're doing, I don't know what they're setting up, but it, they are bringing back a lot of really old nostalgic things mm-hmm. that people just really loved. And I don't know if it's to soften the blow of how many people have been so upset with the company the last couple of years because of all the changes in the park. It could just be them saying, hey, let's give you the warm and fuzzies again the and get you back you in exactly. because obviously this isn't giving them to you. Right. I disagree. I think a lot of the things that were happening are warm and fuzzy. Like, I love Paint the Night. I love the 60th anniversary show. I love Disneyland Forever fireworks and the projections. To have to go back to the other one, eh, I prefer the new ones. Well, I mean, all the stuff that we're like experiencing now is like super impressive. Don't get me wrong. Um, but here, age relives fond memories of the past. You know, it's kind of like there's nothing wrong with bringing it back, even if it's for a limited time. Bro, high five. Way to quote Walt. <laughs> Way to quote Walt. <laughs> you know what? I'm just not even going to argue that. I just The fact that you just dumped in a Walt quote, that's awesome. Yep. That's really good, <laughs> Mr. I don't have an annual pass. It's true. Yeah. Give me <laughs> your pass unless you tell me where you can find that quote in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's on a placard. Oh, dude, nailed it. Where? Yes. <laughs> in Disneyland. <laughs> I can't argue with this dude anymore. <laughs> I'm all about Disney, bro. <laughs> he knows more than you now. Fan numero uno over here. <laughs> oh, you can't tell funny. me I'm wrong. No, you're not, Thank like at you. all. <laughs> you're lawyering your way out of that answer. 
what you don't know or what you didn't see is that Javier was really quickly like Googling, Googling what that quote was and then he saw the plaque in a Google image. So yeah, uh, remember Dreams Come True is actually going to be coming back in February. Uh, like I said, it, there, it, there could be a correlation to the fact that we're getting a new Mary Poppins movie and we're bringing back Julie Andrews. Or it could just be, like I said, that they want to bring something that people really enjoyed and gave them the warm and fuzzies in the park again. Very true. So, uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? You know, Do you think it's one or the other? Or do you think that Disney's just trying to get people to buy more passes? I mean, leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys think. Blog post, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you guys want. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. And uh, sorry to whoever has to play Tinkerbell again for that show. It's one of my favorite parts. So, <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not afraid of heights. Yeah, That's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy just flying back Can and forth. Can you imagine? Like, oh. <laughs> but you know what? I've never seen Dumbo afraid. That's true. You know, so I don't think Tinkerbell would be afraid. Well, that is a valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Except in the beginning of the movie, when he starts to fly, he's scared out of his mind. But other than that, That's you're true. right. That's, That's true. true. Yes. <laughs> Remember how last year I complained right about the same time that I felt like I was really missing Christmas time in the parks because I was uh, just so busy and I had all sorts of things to do. Yeah, you, I, But you have an annual pass, though. Right. And so I was just happy that Lynette had gone to get us candy canes. And I thought, okay, well, I have a little bit of Disney magic mm-hmm. for the holidays. It's my favorite time of year. Yeah. Right? I went more for Halloween last year than I went for Christmas time. <laughs> you know what? Same thing happened this year. I went more for Halloween than I have been able to go for Christmas. Hmm. What's keeping and now, you from going, though? Work stuff. Hmm. And the worst part is that because of all the changes in the annual passes, I'm blocked out the last two weeks. Oh, so Disneyland mm-hmm. is keeping you away from the <laughs> yeah, park. <exactly. laughs> so last year, the same pass, uh-huh. which got me in every single day, yeah. now this year doesn't get me in the last oh, two weeks. Dude. And the worst part is that these last two weeks, I would have been able to actually go. That's how they get you. Dude. That's so how they get you. I'm like, I feel like I miss Christmas in the park again. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when we went for Javier's birthday. We were sitting there uh, at the Carnation Cafe eating lunch, and the parade was ending. So while we were being seated, we kind of saw the trail end of it. But that was the extent of my holiday experience. Nope, scratch that. I also rode It's a Small World holiday. That's fun. Look, I get it. First world problems, right? But <laughs> um... <laughs> it's like it's my favorite time in the park. Hey, look, at, but nonetheless, you got to experience it, okay? My only experience this holiday season was California Adventure. By choice. <laughs> that is true, actually. By choice. <laughs> and it, and th- do they dress it up in Christmas or no? Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. that's oh. the other thing. I have not seen anything for festival of holidays not since they added any of the holiday things have i stepped foot into california adventure what's worse is that the week that javier announced that he was getting a pass it's true he tells me dude we have to go ride tower of terror it's true because i'm not going to get a chance to write it i want to make sure that we write it and i thought dude we have to do this me personally as a photographer i wanted to go get pictures of the lobby i wanted to get pictures of the whatever's Mm -hmm. left Mm -hmm. of the building considering it's all tarped up and everything but i really wanted pictures of the inside the library and Mm -hmm. everything just for archival purposes just for me to have them didn't get a chance to do that anymore i lost out on it the very last weekend that we had available 
just had a bunch of family stuff that we had to take care of that I wasn't expecting to and I didn't get a chance to go. And so now I'm like sad because I can't go these two weeks the day that we get to go back after they close down Tower of Terror. What a yep. kick in the pants. The day <laughs> after they closed down Tower of Terror. I was like, Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> That's Nine. not what you usually say. <laughs> That's exactly what I say. Well, Nine that, that's days. not what you usually say. <laughs> Nine days left of the Tower of Terror. And all you can do is watch from afar. Yeah. Mm, that's how I felt all year, last year. It's true. <laughs> well, that's for every individual, right, though? Right. Oh, <laughs> so sad. You guys teased me with the turkey legs when I was on the outside of the gate. That was fun. <laughs> and now you're the one eating them on the inside. <laughs> so Bring me one. <laughs> deal. So, yeah, so I am sad that I didn't get a chance to experience that. Um, again, look, I get it. I'm just being over dramatic i guess because i know there's a lot of people that would like to go but live out of state they live they don't have passes they can't go i understand that and i i feel very lucky that we're able to have an annual pass it's just the way that it's worked out this season it's like i've been so busy doing you know work stuff that now that i can go i can't and i feel Mm -hmm. like i wasted all that pastime you know what i mean no dude like everyone feels bad they're starting fundraisers just for you i'm sure they're Uh not (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) sure they're not (laughs) they're like shut up with your pass take your pass and shut up kids are selling chocolate just for you (laughs) (laughs) are they half the size of what they used to be but double the price but double the Uh price (laughs) do they still have a pizza hut they do exactly you know dude i went to michael's and this kid's like he's in to go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I'm selling these chocolates. <laughs> to raise funds from. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't you mean you have to go to Disneyland? No, Hazen. No. Uh, no. Of course, Javier said no to it. <laughs> yeah, Javier did say no. He's like, let me think. Tease me with a turkey leg. No. No. <laughs> let him stay outside. No, no, no. I bought the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, use it for something else. You know what? He actually gave me like a deal. Like, no joke. I, I bought chocolate from a kid uh, uh, at Michael's. Like, I'm not kidding about that. <laughs> and he was like, uh, they're, we're selling them for $3 or whatever. Of course, it wasn't for the Hazen fundraiser. And he was like, or two for five. But dude, let's do it. Two for five. <laughs> dude, he hustled you so <laughs> bad. So bad, Because they're $2 a bar. <laughs> he just straight up made a dollar yeah. off of you. <laughs> But he he go- pocketed that dollar. You <laughs> know that, right? Here's the thing. You got hustled. Here's the thing. He was like, oh, these are my last two. So I was like, okay. So I I, I grabbed them. Not realizing. He didn't realize either. There was three. And he goes, oh, I, want, I need that third one back. So he snatched the third uh-huh. one away. Yeah, <laughs> I think he realized it. Yeah. I was like, Dude, oh, well. you got hustled. Oh, I'm sure. You know what, though? Chocolate he helped kid. that kid. <laughs> he helped that kid. Learn how to hustle. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Can we talk a little bit about the movie that we saw earlier? Sure. Let's talk about Rogue One. Rogue One. So, I mean, some people are going to be a little surprised about the numbers. Some people are not going to be surprised about the numbers. We're not surprised. Uh, I know you guys aren't, but opening weekend, the movie did make $155 million. So it hit its mark. At least projection. The, pro- the projection. It, it hit the projection. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the earlier numbers kind of told people or it, it kind of pointed in that direction that that's what it was going to make. That it wasn't going to be a very big opening weekend. I think the Thursday night previews were just under 60 
Uh, so they kind of had an idea of what it was going to be, you know, so close to uh, mm-hmm. Christmas and everything. But as of, I think, the 22nd of December, it's only at like tw- like 221. And the budget was 200 to make it. Mm-hmm. So it just went over. And this is domestic, okay? Worldwide is a different story. So worldwide, it's at, it's almost at 420. Not bad. Yeah, which is pretty good. Uh, but domestic, uh, it just cleared what it cost to make the movie. So I guess it's not in the rent anymore. Yeah, it's not uh, bad. It's definitely not the highest opening. It does make it the second highest opening in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, only Second only to uh, Force Awakens. Okay. That's actually what got the number one spot. But then again, that kind of blew everything out of the water. Right. So we will try to stay as spoiler-free as possible right. when and we're talking about this. That's the hard part. <clears throat> it is difficult because I feel like talking about a lot of the things that happen will give away a lot of the movie. Yeah. So as much as we're going to try to stay spoiler-free, uh, there may be some stuff that we say that will give away some of the things of the movie. So if you feel like uh, you, you don't want to risk it because something may come out, uh, go ahead and stop listening right now. Watch the movie. Come back and finish listening. <laughs> but uh, what what do you what do you think, Javier? Okay, this is what I think. I think this movie reminded me a lot of Saving Private Ryan and Suicide Squad, and that's the good side of it. Visually, it was beautiful. Not as good as Episode Seven. Too much CGI. It was okay. All right, Mario. Okay. Um, it's interesting to me because I had a conversation uh, with a good friend of mine who, longtime Star Wars fan. Okay, she goes to all the Star Wars openings. Uh, Rogue One was no exception. She did the early release, watched it, gave me her honest opinion without giving me a storyline. I'm gonna tell you right now. Exactly how she described it to me without any like spoilers is exactly what I thought of it when I was done watching the movie. So let's call her and have so, her on the show. <laughs> so why don't why don't you paraphrase what she said then? Five out of ten. That's uh, exactly what she said. Yeah, five out of ten because I'm not really captivated by the story until the final third of the movie. It's not until I actually hear the words "Rogue One" where the movie actually picks up for me. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I want to give you another comparison what this movie was to me. A lot of people love soccer. Are, are you guys soccer fans by any chance? Not especially. No. no. Okay. To me, this movie was a like a soccer match of a movie where there's a lot of passing, a lot of defense, uh, kicking, running, but the final score is 0-0. That's how I left this, this, Interesting. this movie. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I... <laughs> A lot of people will love this match. I know they will. They will love this, I don't know, USA versus Barcelona. (laughs) They will love it. They will love the match. But the score to me was 0-0. It's like a lot of passing, a lot of defense, a lot of this, a lot of that, a lot of head bumps and the bicycle kicks and this. But the score was 0-0. I completely disagree with both of you. (laughs) Really? Completely disagree with both of you. And this is why I can't Let me trust tell your you. judgment, Let man. me tell you something. You Look, like you like Civil War. Civil War was great. No, it wasn't. Okay? Civil War was great. Uh-huh. You just like Suicide Squad. That's your problem. <laughs> oh, so, I'm so torn in this conversation because I like Civil War and Suicide Squad. But <laughs> right. go ahead. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> so Rogue One, this may make a few people angry when I say this, but right. I think Rogue One did a better job of setting up Episode Four than One, Two, and Three did all together. Okay, that's that's fine. That's okay. fair. That's so fair. I'm with those you. movies were so watered down. And so, like, I get what they were trying to do. I I know that they were trying to, you know, build up Darth Vader's character and everything. Mm-hmm. But the the stories in Episode One, Two, and Three were not compelling. They were just boring to me. This film fits very nicely into Four, where it gives you a backstory as to because in Four, you don't know exactly how certain uh, things come to be. Mm-hmm. And this one gives you a very nice backstory. It tells you how it fits nicely into episode four. Uh, it gives you all these brand new characters that, you know, like in war movies, you know, you're given all these characters, some make it out, some don't, but at least you know why things happen the way that they did. It just gives you an additional story. It's just the kind of the side story that happens. Uh, and that's what I I'm liked about it. I'm, I really am with you. But the movie wasn't good. So, look, here's the thing. And I 100% agree with you, too, okay? I like the way you're describing this. And I don't think there's a person alive right now that doesn't understand that Rogue One falls between Episode 3 and Episode 4. 1, 2, and 3 were not supposed to be made. So, clearly, this was just them playing with all kinds of computer animated stuff. And they turned out to be a disappointment. This gets the story flowing a little bit better. The problem was the only thing I was drawn to is the story I'm familiar with. I don't want to say that you're wrong because, I mean, it's your personal opinion. But I think that's where your disconnect is happening because this movie is meant to be almost a standalone outside of the universe because it's kind of a separate story. Well, and the fact that there's tie-ins... How's it a separate story? Okay, like, but because that's the thing. it's you're, kind of a separate story. No, you're using the word almost. It's not. It but doesn't it, it, it work as a standalone. Is. No, it it's totally not. It totally works as a standalone. It really doesn't. No. It be- does. Dude, hey, if the... You're basically saying... If episode one through seven don't exist, this is good. If one through three don't exist, no, I'm fine with it. Answer that. <laughs> if one through seven don't exist, you're happy with what you saw. And you're telling me right now that if episode four, you had never watched it or never existed, this movie would have ended and made sense to you? Yes. No, it no, wouldn't it have. No, it wouldn't have. Yes. If you only, you because only I liked was it told... because of episode four. That's the no, only reason because this one you gave it. you it gave you a beginning, middle, and an end. You know what? You know what this movie was missing was the 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 same Chewbacca. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> actually they had a little baby Chewbacca. He was freaking adorable. <laughs> I don't know what he was, but he was cute. No, it was kind of like a weird Ewok, right? It was, <laughs> but almost hairless. It was weird. I know what this movie was missing was what I. If you guys remember, I didn't like Episode Seven that much, but the one thing I loved about it was the beat. Of of capturing episode four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. That's what you hated about no, it. I love that. But that's what you knocked on when we first talked no, about no, it. No, you're wrong. I loved the beat, how it felt, the the feeling of that nostalgia of episode four, five, and six. That's what Rogue One 
was missing. It did not have that. It wasn't supposed to. It should have. No, that's, it have that's what was great about it. You're it should wrong. not have felt like it at all because it was a side story leading into the story that gave you four. The reason seven felt so much like four was because they followed the same pattern. They followed almost the exact same storyline with brand new characters to give the story a whole new generation of story. I like the beat. The way it That's felt. That's what I just said. No, you're talking about that they took basically the same story, which what I hated... And retold it in, in episode seven. And that's the beat. That's, that's what I hated. That's the beat. No, it's the, the that, beat that, that you're feeling. following is the same storyline. No, I'm not talking about storyline. I'm talking about beat. It's the same thing, dude. It's not. So what do you mean by beat then? Um, it's not a song. <laughs> How about the, the, the actual music, the sound effects, the editing? That's what it, it, Rogue One was missing. No, Rogue One was supposed to be a whole different story. Then don't then don't attach it to Star Wars. It's supposed to be attached to Star Wars don't because it's giving it a, you a backstory. Don't attach it to Star Wars if it's, it's not going to be a Star Wars movie. No, see, you're comparing it to the ones that are already around. This is a whole separate story of what ha- what causes something else to happen in the universe. Episode three point five. It's attached. To the Star Wars universe, it should have been a Star Wars movie. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So it's not no, no. no let me ask you a question. Let me let me ask you a question. All right, go ahead. So we're <laughs> we're on a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And so people know you as part of this podcast. Sure. Okay. So things happen to you outside of this podcast, mm-hmm. and that's a story that happens to you. People okay. don't know those stories, mm-hmm. but let's just say one day. You decide to make one of those stories public and tell the story about what happened to you. Some people may not care about that because it's not connected to the podcast. Who doesn't care about me? (laughs) (laughs) But it happened to you, which means it's connected to you. It gives you a backstory. It gives you a side story that's connected to you somehow. That's what's happening here. Your logic makes outside. Zero sense. Thank you, Mario. What do you mean it makes zero sense? Do you want a better analogy? Okay. Okay. All of you listeners, we can all get on board. Javier's awesome. We love Javier. But now we're going to hear the story wow. of a dude who travels far and wide to come see Javier. That's what this story is about. I'm not attached to these characters. I'm attached to the people that I've known for the series. You know, all seven movies that have come out so far. And I think that's where I feel the detachment to this movie. I think everything he described, visuals, everything is like fantastic. The actors are amazing. Felicity Jones, amazing actress, okay? Great, Generoso. Okay, but these characters aren't familiar, and when you're making it a Star Wars story, the only thing I felt people were drawn to were when familiar characters came on screen. That was the glue to this movie. Well, it has to be the glue because that's what connects it to outside storylines. Oh, so now all of a sudden it's connected. <laughs> Dang it, Hazen! Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's connected in the way that it tells you what happens in episode four. Then take back that it's a standalone. It is a standalone. It's not. Because it's a separate story in the universe. It's not separate. The same way, look, you guys, you guys probably don't know. Did you watch the know. movie? Yes. It's not separate. It is separate. It is a separate story that happens outside of the general storyline. It's giving you a backstory to why something else happened in the universe. That's how it's connected. But it is its own story. The same way that there were so many books written 
about Star Wars by so many other authors that were considered canon for a really long time, and then Disney just kind of invalidated them. This is the same thing. It was a side story in the Star Wars general universe that happened that somehow affected everything else. You are introducing a brand new family that we are not familiar with, and I think that's where my detachment is. You don't need to be. You do need to be in this story, okay? (laughs) We already know all the major players in this series, and these but, people are brand new to right, everyone. Right. Yes, they are brand new. But they are brand new carrying out a plot that you are familiar with. Exactly. That's the connection. And all I'm telling you is that's where my detachment is. I'm not attached to these people. You know what I'm saying? But that I, doesn't I make I it a think... bad movie. I think the movie was great. I That's why I think it's a good standalone mm. movie. As its own story, it is good. You got a beginning, middle, and end. The problem with the beginning... It was like three-fourths of the movie. The beginning was just like, ugh. I'd rather watch that four-minute Iron Man thing. (laughs) (laughs) And you gave it a much bigger fraction. I said the first two-thirds. All right, look. All I'm saying is that I think it was not as bad as you guys are making it out to be. Whether or not you connected with the characters... Uh, that's uh, look I get it you don't have to connect with the characters but the fact that it had a beginning middle and an end and gave you a resolution to what they were setting out to do which was basically a side mission okay that leads you into episode four I think it did a great job setting up episode four I think the movie itself was done really well but I, I get the fact that you're not connecting with the characters because there wasn't as many you know, familiar faces to you. But that's what this was set up to be. It wasn't meant to have familiar characters. It was meant to tell you a story of something that happened. I mean, the interesting thing is, I I don't really think you and I are coming to a disagreement with what you're explaining. The The point that I'm trying to get across is that the new people in the story haven't given me a reason to care about them. Oh, I disagree. Um, I, I think I had enough reason to care for them. There was a couple... Uh characters that i actually did fall in love with like blind ninja that's not his name what's his name chirrut imway okay blind ninja <laughs> not his name <laughs> we just went through this uh let me fill that next one in because i think we're gonna agree which was my favorite character who was that although i, I don't have me. anything against chirrut imway k2so was my favorite yes character. <laughs> he was so funny I know, just the way that he delivered his lines were just <laughs> it, so dry. It was like and a so dry sense of humor. I loved I it. I loved it. Fine, you guys Favorite are selling character. both of those. I agree with okay. you. Both. Okay, and and Blind Ninja's uh, assistant. Chirrut Emway. Uh, just went through it. Say twice. it again. Chirrut Emway. Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. There are no let, ninjas let, in the let's Star Wars to, universe. Let's go back to Blind Ninja. <laughs> I win. Can can we I think we can agree that he does a better job of being Daredevil than Daredevil does of being Daredevil. I like that comparison. Cuz I mean, look, I get it. Like heightened senses, you know, mm-hmm. Daredevil's all cool and everything. Right. But this dude and I'm not giving anything away cuz this is in the trailer. He's deflecting laser beams mm-hmm. and so he's good. blind. Look, I like you hear footsteps and he's a breathing. ninja. He's <laughs> deflecting laser beams. <laughs> How cool is that? It was one of the coolest characters. Yes, I agree. That Star Wars has created. 
I will agree with that. I did enjoy him a lot. Uh, I did enjoy K2SO, possibly my favorite of all the new characters that were introduced. The fact that Tarkin was all CG. Excuse me? Tarkin was CG, dude. No. He he was. was, He was really there. No, no, no. The actor that played Tarkin passed away, I want to say, in the early 90s. Shut up. This was a CG character, dude. Oh, my God. I was totally fooled. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think because I kind of knew some of that going in, I think it made me see it. It's like one of those things you can't unsee once you Uh kind of know about it. Maybe, I guess it it played in your favor. Dude, it totally makes sense now because I thought they put way too much makeup on him. So, <laughs> oh, you did mention that it he looked a little weird, but I thought it was the real guy. No, dude, it was all CG. Dude, that's crazy. They did a good job. They <laughs> well, really no, they fooled did, me. They did a really great job, but I, I think in some scenes he just looked out of place compared to the real people that mm. were actually there. So uh, that I think was a little off-putting. There was too many locations. <laughs> like almost in the first every 10 scene seconds. in the fir- in the in the first like five minutes, yeah. like you just kept seeing place after place after place after place. Honestly, of all the 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 locations, maybe one stood out because there was just too many. Uh, and it's probably the one that it all revolved around, right? Uh, that's probably the only reason yeah. it's stuck in my head. <laughs> I think me too. Plus, it sounds like another word that they use all the time too. So it's like I a think- car. It sounds like a car. I don't know. But yeah, I guess it kind of yeah. does. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think there was just too many locations. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I liked what they did with the story. Like, I totally understand why you guys disconnected with it. I totally – I can't argue because that's your opinion. I get it. I can only try to sway you with what I personally thought. But I kind of want to hear what the listeners thought. I mean, I know a lot of you guys have already seen Rogue One. We're kind of behind on this already. <laughs> uh, we got some yeah. Let us from, catch up. <laughs> we got some flack from people on the Instagram live videos. Like some people had already seen it twice and everything. So uh, let us know what you guys think about it in the blog post, a Facebook, or Instagram. Uh, we want to hear what your thoughts are. Did you guys like it? Did you guys feel like it was a standalone? Did you guys think it did a good job of weaving you into four? How did you feel about the characters? You know, Did you not connect with them? Tell us what you guys thought. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more in an upcoming episode. But I, I think I, I kind of liked it the most out of the three of us. And you mm-hmm. guys are just kind of like, nope, didn't work for me. Like, I'll it give was it totally a, suicide I'll squad. give it a six. Oh, that's pretty generous. Yeah. Mario? Stand by my five. I kind of give it like an eight. Mm. I was satisfied with this movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Go watch it again. I will, actually. (laughs) I plan on it. Enjoy it. I will. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Um, But before we go, this is the last episode of 2016, guys. Nice. Uh, I just want to take a quick moment, and I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, this being the last episode of the year. We're taking a uh, vacation. It's We are not taking a vacation. <laughs> Until 2017. <laughs> By vacation, you mean four days four before days, we get yeah. together to record again? Then <laughs> sure, it's a vacation. But I do want to take a little bit of time just to quickly say thank you to everybody. Because, Absolutely. you know, you've helped the podcast grow uh, a good amount this last year. And we wouldn't be able to grow. We wouldn't continue doing what we're doing if it wasn't for all of you guys out there. Literally, uh, without you, we would just be three guys sitting here 
uh, talking nonsense. Yeah, which we would do anyway. It's right. just that we have a microphone in our face now, <laughs> and we get to share a lot of our stories with you guys. Exactly. And, uh, quite honestly, it just makes us feel good that we can actually bring some kind of entertainment to your Wednesdays or whenever you guys decide to listen to it. We love hearing the comments and we love to we just love that we're able to help keep you guys uh, happy for at least an hour a week. Anytime that we make you angry, Javier at podcasters.com <laughs> is the best way to complain about that. <laughs> So, I don't know, man. I, I think you're going to get at least one uh, from your earlier statement. Javier mm-hmm. at Pocketeers.com. <laughs> That's where all complaints go. Is that where yep. they are? Okay. That's where all complaints go. That, that makes yep. sense. So, yeah, guys, thank you so much. Uh, you know, 2017, we're looking forward to growing more, hopefully bringing you guys more content, not just with the podcast, but, you know, obviously the YouTube channel. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about what we want to do and – we have big dreams and hopefully we can make those things happen, you know, to bring you more fun stuff, you know, videos and, and everything. And you will grow with us. I've, I've hashtagged it before. It's our little Podcateers family, mm-hmm. you know, the Podcateers fam. And a lot of the people that we met when we first started doing the podcast have become really great friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've met a lot of amazing people, a lot of people that we interact with on Facebook and on Instagram. We've got a chance to hang out with them in the park. You know, we've we've made lifelong friends of a lot Absolutely. of people that Absolutely. we've either had on the podcast or met through this. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to continuing this. We're having a lot of fun doing it. And we just like I said, we just want to say thank you for allowing us to be a part of your life at least an hour a week. Mm-hmm. They've yep. been our ride or die. <laughs> They've been the buzz to our Woody. Yes. <laughs> or Woody to buzz. I mean, depending yeah, sure, on who you exactly. like more. Yeah. They both have Andy on the boot. So mm. Mike to Sully. Uh-huh, Mike to, Mike Sully. to Sully. I like that one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Spider-Man <laughs> to Iron, Iron Man. No. 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 No, they're... No. You guys are just mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That is going to wrap it up. Anything else from you guys? Yes. A couple of weeks ago, you posted something that I had totally forgotten. Mario's birthday. So I got him a gift. Oh, <laughs> oh! You forgot my birthday. So, two weeks later, <laughs> is it because of the birthday shout-out list that you knew? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. how he found out. He's like, "Oh no, oh, no!" That name sounds familiar. So then, last week I forgot. It's like, oh, <laughs> we got a Mario too. <laughs> so I got you a little something. Did you? I did. Like a real look. It, literally, you've been staring at it for the past half hour. Oh, yeah. that's a birthday gift. It's a birthday gift. It looks like a McDonald's French fries. It kind of does. Guys, <laughs> this actually looks like a supersized fry. <laughs> okay, you know what it's supposed to be, though? Look at the colors. What is it? Come on. It's, this is the best I could Mary do. Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> okay, okay. Red. Mm-hmm. Gold. It's uh, Gryffindor colors. Right. Slytherin. USC. <laughs> you have to do Gryffindor. Gryffindor. USC colors. USC colors. <laughs> Why does everyone say USC? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. That was the best I could do with uh, your Gryffindor. Okay. Hey, it looks great. All right. Sweet. It looks fantastic. I bet you regifted the Suicide Squad I got you for your birthday. <laughs> He's giving you back your yeah. Harry Potter DVDs. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> this is the best gift ever. <laughs> All right, I see what we got Actually, here. That would have been very smart. <laughs> you give him so back good. his Blu-rays? Yeah. 
Hashtag any day now. <laughs> Hashtag you wish. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Whoa, there's a lot of stuff oh, in there's here. There's a bunch of stuff in there. I man. hit the mother load. I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. Nice. Yes. Dude, this is awesome. I hope that small fits. Oh, it's totally, yeah. <laughs> you know my size. <laughs> okay. Javier, is this a coin purse? Uh, yes. <laughs> Okay, I hope. Okay, this is my explanation. <laughs> this is my explanation. I put some change in there, so maybe you can make sense on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my god, that is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I want that money back, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, carrying that with me everywhere. Oh, my God. I'm crying. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Aizen's> crying. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he's literally crying. He's actually crying. He's actually crying. <laughs> Oh. Oh. oh my god. And I got oh, a Gryffindor geez. keychain. Yeah. Oh. This is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right, man. Mario, happy birthday. Thank you. I sorry I'm sorry I forgot. <laughs> this beyond makes up for it. This is awesome, oh, dude. Oh, Jesus, man. Oh, man. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this keychain is for ages four and up. <laughs> what oh, four-year-old has keys? <laughs> dude, if you oh. give these presents away, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Are you kidding me, dude? I'm keeping this forever. All I'm right, really going to carry this coin purse around now, too. Just so you know. <laughs> it's a Gryffindor coin purse, just so you know. It's like he didn't just give me some random coin purse. <laughs> I think we I think we almost killed Hazen right now. Okay, alright, we gotta wrap this up guys. Uh alright. Thank you guys for an amazing 2016. We're looking forward to spending more time with you guys in 2017. (laughs) Until next week, for the last time in 2016. Here's the beers, cheers, and Mickey Ears. Have a fantastic week and a happy new year, everybody. Peace out. Merry Christmas. No, Happy that's, birthday. That's Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys in 2017. <laughs> what? What are you doing? Rogue One song. That's not Rogue One, dude. That's Jurassic Park. So why am I whistling that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>